You're listening to a 9to5.cc podcast. Hey, Big John. Oh, hey, Big Keith. How you doing? I'm great. Are you enjoying a rich and creamy cocktail? Uh, of ropey <laughs> cum? Yes, I am. <laughs> rope? Well, you want to check the ropey cum. <laughs> uh, if you saw Greasy Strangler, you understand what we're talking about. If you didn't... You should. You should, because then you'll understand <laughs> what we're talking about. On today's very special episode of 9 to 5 Does Fantasia, we're talking about a Greasy Strangler, and we are also talking about... Assassination crash Classroom Graduation. Like the Vitamin C song. Like, when we grow up... No. Oh, no. No. That's gra- that was the, the, the graduation song that was big 15 years ago. Back to the Greasy Strangler. Hey, now. <laughs> Greasy uh, Strangler, which is, I believe, it's pr- is it produced by... There's Just say the people. Uh, uh, the Jim Hosking is the director. Jim Hosking. There we yeah, go. And the writer, Jim Hosking, Toby Harvard. And then I feel like there was a whole ton of people. You know, it's funny. His name was in the credits in the thing, and then it was not here in the paper. So okay. Elijah uh, Wood, I think, is what it was. Elijah Wood was one of the producers. Yes, okay. definitely. Yeah. This one was definitely produced by Elijah Wood. That yeah. was one that really stuck out to me. Yeah. But it was the Hosking? Yep. Hosking was the one who, when everybody was kind of giving the preamble at the beginning of the film, that they were saying that Greasy Strangler is the movie that it is. Because of him. Because of him. And okay. it is his vision. So, Greasy Strangler. It's a, it's really a, like a father-son bonding story mm. about two men. Mm. Right. A little on the older side who are... Uh, well, one, one very old and one then another one, I guess, who you're supposed to 40. be... Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Late thirties, early forties. Who's aged poorly? So he sure has. So yeah. they they are um they're they're living a life doing uh, tours in disco guess, tours. disco tours in L A. Right. And one of the people they give a tour to is a lovely young lady mm-hmm. who um becomes embroiled with the with the with the son. Yeah. So there's like a bit of a relationship there, and then the father you know gets involved in the relationship. Right. There's some conflict there, mm-hmm. and then at the, at the at the side there is a serial killer called mm-hmm. the Greasy Strangler mm-hmm. who is assaulted people, often people that these two men have met, mm-hmm. and um, there is a mystery. Is the father of the Greasy Strangler or not? It, which he openly admits to and denies like Simultaneously, daily. yes. <laughs> Would you feel like I have summarized thoroughly the N- film? No. Okay, so what, what did I miss? <laughs> you're missing some like huge, <laughs> massive pieces, which I would say, like, so if any of that, you're like, oh, this kind of sounds like it's yeah, a fun, I know, it's this a story. It's a fun it's a deep story. story. <laughs> when we talk about the Greasy Strangler, we talk about a man like, who's literally covered in this, this weird grease suit that's yeah. just, like, dripping with grease, and that's pretty pretty vivid. He also, that, that played by the older father character, yeah. most, I mean, like, you can... He's the greasy hold, hold strangler. Okay. You we, guys. We, we could go into like way detail. Here. Exactly. I'm just saying, yeah. but like, uh, it's not even a reveal. Like, it's like within the first five minutes, you see him clearly wash off the grease. Yeah. So it's the same character. Uh, but the things that you maybe want to look out for yes. is a ton of male nudity, nudity. full frontal, full frontal uh, prosthetic. There are prosthetics. Yes. Yeah. Exactly. So there's a micro penis and a long snaky rat. Snaky, penis? I think he refers to it as being like a mouse's head. Yes. Yes. And it is like at least. 12 inches long. Like flaccid. Flaccid. Yeah, yeah exactly. Because yeah, okay. we know this because he wears like a crotchless bodysuit. Uh, the girl gets some full frontal also and has a colossal bush yep. prosthetic. Yeah. I hope. Yeah. Um, what else can really... But I think now now you're starting to get a flavor. Of the, of now the we're movie. getting some... Okay, okay, hold on. Let's talk about the soundtrack, which is like um, a beepy boopy yep. synth yep. magic. Yeah, exactly. And it keeps returning to the same beepy boopy 
Sure, there's a bit of a like a gross out element with uh, colossal amounts of greasy bacon sausages being rammed. Yeah, down exactly. Some of their okay, and people ask me, they were like, "Oh, is it like a is it like a Fantasia gross out movie?" And I was like, oh, "It kind really? of isn't. Like, yeah. it does. It gets into that territory, yeah. but it's like so mild yeah. in terms of the uh, the movie I was thinking of. By the way, is, was Bad Taste. Okay, that was the film that I was thinking of. Like, yeah. it doesn't get nearly into like Bad Taste, Meet the Feebles kind of okay, okay, area. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. it doesn't yeah. it doesn't get there. Okay. There's a lot of gross like like sound effects yeah the sound effects i feel are almost grosser than the visuals a lot sure, of the time sure like the yeah it doesn't dwell you know on the greasy stuff with the exception yeah. of the grease bodysuit when he becomes the greasy strangler it's yeah. just like it shows greasy stuff in a pan and then he's like eating the sausages but it's not like oh. it's not like you could do like four minutes you know of him rubbing grease on his face they yeah. never they never really do that yeah yeah it's not as gross out as it was and, and it's kind of fun yeah like it's i mean it, it's like everybody talks um when we almost like is they're like on stage like especially the father character yeah. like the father yeah. character like every one of his lines of dialogue is like delivered to it's an not like delivered it's like announced yeah you know? exactly yeah. that's it and i mean yeah. and then there's like a, there's a scene where a like while he's walking home a spotlight just like shoots on him and he just like you know performs to the spotlight yeah right performs right. in a full body disco lounge suit which has like a like it's crotchless and yeah, has like exactly. a, a like a thin veneer of nylon over his colossal 12 inch flaccid penis so yeah. this the really the costuming is magical <laughs> in the film and, and there's a style man like everybody has that same kind of like i don't even know how to describe it man it's kind of i feel yeah. like it's kind of like a, like a, a like cracked out Napoleon Dynamite a little bit yeah kind of like if you're like you take yeah. Napoleon Dynamite and like uh, uh, Natural Libre and all that like yeah, Gentleman yeah. Broncos and you just like you take like that style and then you just like fucking like crank it to 11 and just like a huge amount of sex yeah g- injected into it in like and like gross old person yeah but like honest in a weird horrific Kind Gross of old person sex way, you know, like. and also I mean even a young person like sure, when, when the sure, younger yeah. character has the phone sex, it's just as he weird. He is forty though. Yeah, but it's still yeah. like it's not. It's nothing is. I would say it's less than honest. It's like it's the worst people having the worst sex. <laughs> like I like to imagine that the sex that I have is better than what these people are up to. Okay, so um, <laughs> uh, do we want to do we want to separate this into two? I feel like we we're, we're like spending all this time on the greasy strangler. We could just like finish up on it and then do assassination classroom. Sure, um, a different format today. Okay, that's fine. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, just to finish up on greasy strangler, yep. I guess we'll, we'll hit our recommendations. I mean, you kind of know what it's about. Yeah, it's it's like I feel like this this would work well as like a like this is not a date movie. You know, this is like a party unless your date is really is a hootie tootie disco cutie. Because <laughs> if your date is a hootie tootie disco cutie, then it might be a really good litmus test. Like if you're like yeah. into like weird gross out cinema, you're like because it's not that gross, you might want to like be like, hey, yeah, want to watch something super weird? It might end your relationship. It might, but I mean, but if you're like if it's important to you that you're you know significant other can handle can handle this kind of shit it's not no. a terrible gateway because it's not that gross no, like, no. <laughs> i actually found like like my one criticism of the whole thing was that it was just like a tiny touch too long like it like i kind of got what they were doing with the humor and then every scene where they were doing like the hootie tootie disco cutie stuff i feel like they could have just dialed it back ever so slightly and the whole pacing of the whole thing just would have felt a little tighter bullshit artist really yeah. yeah, totally disagree. Uh, what's the runtime on it? Uh, it is 93 minutes. 93 minutes? Yeah. cozy. Yeah. yeah, exactly. That's what yeah. I'm saying. Like an hour and a half. I, I mean, I feel, I get what you're saying. Could have maybe used some, some tightening, yep. tightening up here yep. and there. I wish that in a, in a way 
there's like a there's like a hard left turn towards the end of the film. Yep. Uh, where the movie kind of stops being about the relationship between the three people and just really starts dwelling on the relationship between the father and the son. Okay. And I feel that that could have happened earlier, and then after that could have been longer. Yeah. Like, do you know what I mean? Like, I was like, I could have done with probably a little bit of a longer runtime if once it took that turn and then the father and the son kind of like reconciled and uh, like made up their differences. Yeah. Then I could have watched more of them being like happy together. Sure, sure, And like sure. just kind of develop what that meant. So I don't think it was necessarily a runtime. I just think it was maybe... Balance? Balance. A maybe balance a balance. Yeah. Okay. Balance issue. Um, yeah. E- either way, this was like super fun. Yep. I, yep. Um, Absolutely worthy of being a midnight movie. I think, uh, yeah, and like if you get the chance, like I feel like there's no way this thing is like oh going to get a wide release. You know, <laughs> it like, pops up on Netflix, and, like, maybe, maybe. <laughs> but like if you get the chance to see this, it's like like nothing you've ever seen before is kind of like this. Like yeah. I really recommend, even if you can, just like catch like ten minutes of it, just to like see what this is like because this is crazy. The dialogue's crazy. The costumes are crazy. The people are crazy. The story's crazy. Everything's nuts yep. in this thing. Yeah. Jack to eleven. Yep. Assassination Classroom. Graduation. Graduation. Okay, so... The second of a two-part series. The second of a two-part series. Um, this is like... Um, it's, a, it's, it's like live-acted... So here's the story. There's this teacher who is teaching mm-hmm. a classroom. The kids in the classroom who are all like teens are being trained to be assassins. Mm-hmm. Hence the term assassination classroom. Right. The teacher is the target of their assassination, so they have to assassinate the teacher. Right, okay. The teacher is this like yellow animated alien flubber type monster mm-hmm. with big tentacles who's like super zippy fast so he can like fly around and he's like like if you imagine you know that like the big yellow smile type type icon that is just like the walmart guy yeah like the walmart guy okay imagine like him but he has like a big tentacle body and he flies around all the place and he has this like he's always smiling and he goes like <laughs> when they're trying to kill him with a rocket when monster. they're trying to kill him <laughs> with rockets and with whatever and then there's other other people come to the class and they have like hair tentacle magic powers and the and then there's like a, like a girl who's like a teacher but she wears like a sexy teacher outfit and she shoots rockets all over the place like this is like an anime but done live action right super goddamn silly and over the top i saw like normally this is like not my jam i don't like right. these movies whatsoever but i saw i was roped into seeing the first one last year and it was actually super fucking funny and and over the top just like over the top and fast enough that like even if it, none of it was good you were just like laughing and having fun the whole way through so okay. so i went in i went in to see the sequel because i was like hey it's gonna be more of that and unfortunately it was not oh, no. it was like kind of slow paced and they did this whole like they they like exposed the backstory of the flubber monster Mm-hmm. Uh, and it was just like super long and drawn out and didn't really whatever the the like the 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 climax where they're going to assassinate him or not assassinate him happens and I guess if you're like invested in the characters and whatever you might get there but it was just like a whirlwind of like the like 50 kids in the classroom that all kind of just like went by too fast it wasn't funny enough and the action was not I think as compelling maybe as in the first movie so right. it was just like kind of kind of disappointing experience so and kind of like from what I can gathered from you and I think someone else who I was yeah. speaking with kind of said the same thing where they were like they kind of injected um, like a teen drama like a, a normal teen drama element yeah. into assassination classroom which is like I guess I guess like it's one of those things where okay like if you're like a big uh, otaku yep. or whatever and you're like really into these characters and stuff and you identify like like I honestly can't read high school mangas and stuff like, yeah, like yeah, whereas yeah. like there's, there's like genres of mangas where they're just like they're kids in high school do they have powers no yeah like do they are they gonna like travel and go on adventures no it's just gonna be like you know like there's like that's like part of anime and manga yep. culture yep. so i feel like if you're one of those people that is like into that 
this might be your like, oh fuck yeah, like the assassination characters, yeah. characters are getting their backgrounds and their romance on and their backstories. Maybe a little, like the whole thing was kind of silly. And, yeah, and and yeah, uh, maybe, maybe I don't know. I don't know. It's not my thing. So yeah. whatever. That's what I'm saying. But if you're like an anime yeah. manga person who's into the, that kind of thing, it might not have been as jarring of a of yeah. a transition. You know, like. But okay, now I have like, a really important question. Uh, what, yeah, ask what, what is the tentacle monster's backstory? Okay, so he was... Um, uh, Are they on Earth? Hang on. Are they on Earth? Yes, they're on Earth. They're, okay. Uh, whatever. And actually, it's kind of like implied. So at the end of the first movie, he blows up the moon. Okay. So the moon is just like permanently like a crescent. Or maybe it happens in the middle. I don't, I don't even remember. Fuck, who cares? The um, the moon is like just a crescent because something blew up, blew up on the moon. Blew it up! And it's like kind of implied that it was him, okay? And, um, and then you find out that he is going to blow up, and that's why they have to assassinate him before he blows up the Earth. And okay. you kind of get the impression that he's like an alien. But in this, it's like revealed that he's not an alien. He's actually the result of some kind of like super soldier experiment where they captured this dude who was like the world's greatest assassin, who had okay. like assassinated thousands of people. And it was like, <laughs> it was like assassination, not just assassination. He was like, he was like the full complement, the full spectrum of necessary talents to be the perfect assassin. So he was right. like super good looking and he was charming and he was dashing and right. he had weapons and ninja skills and whatever. Anyway, so he got turned into this like tentacle monster thing. Okay. As they were trying to super soldier him up. So some of the, like the other characters who have like tentacle powers are also like are like taking advantage of the like super soldier training Serum. whatever okay. whatever whatever. And so that that adds pressure to like do the students have to assassinate this guy or can they find a way to save him? Right. Whatevs. Okay. So there's there uh, there that's the that's kind of that's the story. Cuz I'll say that always in the trailers that guy I was always like what now? Yeah, like 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 as much as an assassination classroom, like it looked crazy and zany and over the top. The the smiley yellow dude was always like extra. Level. He's just like way over the top, <laughs> yeah, exactly. Like, just like way out there. And I actually kind of like enjoyed the special effects that they used for this guy because he was just like so zany and over the top that when, when people respond to him well, like the, the actual interaction between the characters and this guy, which in some like anime or like some hybrid uh, animated and real live yeah, actor yeah, yeah. thing, like it doesn't work very well. They actually pulled this off super well. And so like the shadows that go on him from other characters in the scene or like when they talk to him and he responds, whatever, that stuff was done fucking spectacularly. Mm. I can't believe how good the the effects were in that regard. Right. Even though he was like a big yellow flubber thing. Yeah, like he, lo- thing. he looks way out there. Yeah, yeah he looks yeah. like a big lump of CG, but it's like a lump of CG that actually exists yeah. in the world, if that makes sense. That, like, that said, like, like, can I recommend this movie? I mean, go see the first one, and then if that if that like really does it for you, maybe check out the sequel. If I'd you're like, like, I want more emotional uh, oh, yeah, stuff, yeah, and I want to find out what happens to, uh, and I don't even remember what the name of the monster was, Yellow Flubber Guy. Yellow Flubber Guy. If if like if you want to find out what happens to Yellow Flubber Guy, by all means, go and see the sequel. But I right. would definitely not recommend just going to catch this by itself because it'll make no sense and. It'll make no sense. It sounds like a recommendation for the first one, though. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The first one was fun. I actually kind of liked it. This one... But, like, you'd have to really love the first one for this one to be, like, a like a, like a super... So this is, like, a step down. It's, like, a step down from the first one. Aw. Aw. Alrighty. Yep. Let's keep it going. What do we have coming up coming next? Coming up next. The rest of our weekend shows, I The believe. last of the weekend shows. Tank 432 and Red Christmas. Sure do. See you next time. Hey guys, it's me again. Uh, just a quick reminder, 9to5.cc is a fan-made, fan-supported website. That means we don't have uh, any sort of an advertising budget. The only way we really have to get our name out there is by our fans uh, sharing us, liking us, and supporting us. So if you enjoy uh, what we're doing, um, like us on Facebook, follow us on Twitter. We're 
there. Uh, tell your friends that this podcast is happening, then it's a lot of fun. Uh, also, if you like what we're doing, we do have uh, a podcast for the rest of the year, John and I, uh, called 9 to 5 Entertainment System that we do with the other founders of the sites, uh, Scott and Sophie. And we also have another podcast that we do uh, through the rest of the year called uh, Go Plug Yourself for Myself and Walter J. Ling. Uh, talk to people that have interesting stuff coming up in Montreal. So uh, once again, like us on Facebook, follow us on Twitter. We're on both of them. Uh, if you see us at the festival, come say hey and uh, keep listening and keep enjoying the show. We're going to try to keep having episodes pretty much on a daily basis. Uh, Fantasia's been so great so far. So uh, yeah, I'm done. Here we go. Thanks for listening. Five. That's CC. We're not working. Why should you? Thanks for listening. <laughs>